Welcome to the Brain Briefing, brief conversations with neurology experts with information for everyday people. With us today is Dr. Matt Ludke, a neurologist who specializes in the care of seizures and hospital patients. And today we'll be talking about self-management for epilepsy. What does self-management mean in a general sense? So self-management is the set of skills, behaviors, habits, approaches, and attitudes that we have towards our own self-care in the setting of an illness. In the general medical world, self-management is a mainstay in chronic diseases, um, for example, diabetes and hypertension, because it allows people with those conditions to optimize their own self-care and optimize their own ability to address the risk factors and address the things that make their condition worse and make their condition affect their life um, in conjunction with the the regular medical care. It's the the part of our own health that we own and that we control and that we manage. And the neat thing is there are ways to get better at it. There There are skills that we can develop, there are habits and approaches that we can have to make that part of our lives better, regardless of what it is. Can you give a few examples of what self-management might look like? Sure, so you know, I, I'm a, a walking example of, of self-management in, in one way. So uh, I had high blood pressure since I was in my 20s, and I'll tell you what, when I was in my 20s, I didn't take my medicines well, right? You get distracted, you put things off, you don't necessarily uh, use tools like pillboxes and things like that, and lo and behold, you, you check your blood pressure and it's a lot higher than it should be. And this is true even while I was going to medical school, right? You know, you'd think, well, he's a doctor, he should know better. Well, no. And, and it's because it's not a matter of knowledge, it's, it's a matter of behaviors and habits and, and skills that you build up over time. And, you know, what do I do now? I use a pillbox. I put my pillbox in the same place I put it every day. It's where I brush my teeth in the morning and brush my teeth at night. So I've anchored it to habits that I have on a regular basis. And in the past, I don't anymore, but in the past I've set alarms on my phone to remind me, hey, take your medicines. Is it a big set of changes? No, but it's, it's these little skills and habits and behaviors that I've developed that make me much more consistent in taking my medicines. Um, and has improved my health and quality of life tremendously. What would self-management be specific to someone with epilepsy? What would that look like for someone with epilepsy? And how do you recommend that someone um, get started with self-management? So, you know, there are, are in the field of epilepsy, two broad categories of self-management strategies. Um, One is sort of a skills-based approach those skills and habits that we can develop that allow us to take our medicines better, have better self-efficacy, have better social skills in an environment, better compensatory skills for dealing with things like insurance issues or dealing with things like transportation. And then there are what one might call, you know, sort of psychosocial skills, skills that involve mood or emotions and self-regulation of of how we respond emotionally to our environment and our experience. Both are useful. You know, the, there is evidence to show that the skills-based approaches really do improve self-management as measured by things like taking medications and stuff like that. But there's also evidence to show that quality of life improves when you deal with those emotional skills. And so both approaches are, are, are powerful. It's, it's hard to find programs that combine the two of them so you can sort of look independently. 
as far as the social skills based or, or, or skills based approaches in terms of education, there are some programs out there that are available depending on where you live and, and, and what sort of epilepsy centers and societies exist in your area. It's hit or miss in terms of the region, but there are specialized programs that are being studied and, and explored and that are available to the public um, for people with epilepsy. Aside from that though, there are little things that you can do already on a daily basis to put into practice your self-management. So take for example one of the big challenges that people with epilepsy have, that's, that's medications, right? The biggest reason for people with a, an otherwise well-controlled seizure disorder to have breakthrough seizures is because of misdosis. You can help by building habits with, you know, as I said earlier in this in discussion, you know, using a pillbox, attaching those dosing times to regular events that you have in your life, like getting dressed or brushing your teeth or your morning cup of coffee or, you know, your, your, your evening bath or shower. Doing that can help anchor things. And those are sort of what we're talking about, at least in the individual basis, about those skills that you can develop, even if you don't have access to a program. As far as the, the psychosocial skills, the emotional management skills, a lot of those are derived off of something called cognitive behavioral therapy. And, you know, in general, given the, the prevalence of anxiety and depression in the setting of, of, of seizure disorders, I'm a big advocate for, for psychological uh, care and, and, and establishing a relationship with a therapist just in general for my patients. But, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy is a well-validated, um, well-described tool for regulating our emotions. And if it's something that interests you, talking with your doctor about a referral to a local psychologist who does cognitive behavioral therapy is a great start. Um, again, there are some programs that are developed around that specifically for people with epilepsy, but again, a lot of them have their roots in cognitive behavioral therapy. And so that might just be a good approach in general, uh, you know, take care of your emotional health and, and develop a strong skill set to begin with. Thanks to Dr. Ludke for talking to us today. Thanks to our audio engineer, Stephanie Perez-Sanchez, and thanks to you for listening to this episode of The Brain Briefing. You can find more info about the Duke Comprehensive Epilepsy Center at neurology.duke.edu backslash DCEC.